1: Made you do what? Made, he made me do it. Made episode 49, right? This is 49? 49,
0: creeping made, our way I, to 50. These are
2: next episode's episode 50?
0: That's crazy. That's Can scary.
2: Can I put the request in now to be on episode 666? 666, six, six, <laughs> yep. Yeah, when we, when we make it there? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, before ready. we
0: know it, I mean, that'll only take, what? What's like four five, years from now? Five years or so. <laughs> but we are clearly going to be going over the new Conjuring movie. Devil made me do it, so clear... Clear spoiler warnings right off the get-go. I think that's yeah. Warranty. We want
1: to definitely spoil. Yeah, spoiler warning for sure in this episode. Like yeah. normally we are kind of really loose with that, <laughs> yeah. but that's because we usually cover B this, movies yeah, that are has 20 to be years the most, old. Like
2: current movie that yes. you've ever talked about. Yeah, so this, this really is really like, the first time we've read a new. movie. Out of all yeah. the times that you say, oh, spoiler warning. Usually it's yeah. from like 20 year old movies.
0: Yeah. I like. I don't. I don't
2: but think. This, but this one, t- t- <laughs> take the warning.
0: <laughs> I don't think we really spoiled uh, Terror Train for anybody. What do you mean? Devil made me do it. There might be a couple people out there that still have yet to see it. So we'll be discussing that one tonight. First, let's jump into the beer because this definitely has a lot to tie in. This is from Surly Brewing Company, and it's called And the Devil Makes Three. So I've never had anything from these guys. I don't know if you have. I have never
1: had anything anything from Surly before. They are from
2: Minnesota, I think. Yeah correct? Am I correct? This are Minneapolis. Yep, Minneapolis. Yeah. So Kevin provided the beer tonight yeah. for, uh, using his beer. Posted, I set up saw, a video camera. Saw this, <laughs> saw this beer when I was at Total Wine and knew that this is what we had to have for the podcast.
0: Oh, this this fits perfectly. And you sent us an image. I was like, oh, man, I wish we could have gotten that. Like, that's really, and he's like, oh, I got it. I was like, perfect. That
1: looks good. And yeah, it's not a whole lot of information about like how they started on their website. Um, just that they're from Minnesota. looks like they're just another good old not microbrewery but they're a craft smaller, brewery. Smaller yeah. craft
2: brewery. Just, just starting to grow and get distribution. Yeah, I
1: mean like we said before in the podcast if we're finding stuff down in Florida they've got to be big enough to, to distribute here. Yeah. To there's some reach to it but I'm yeah. interested to try it. I, I always like to find a, when I find a beer or uh, someone finds a beer for me that's from a brewery that I've never had before I'm always willing to try it because normally I'm, I'm running
2: into situations where like I'll buy something and then go, oh wait, I've had this before. Yeah. Triple dry hopped, so Ooh. it's a triple triple dry hopped IPA, which means lots of hops oh, after, after the boil. Oh, so it's in oh, the triple for the third fermenting, movie. It's, oh. and it's a 10.6 ABV, so mm. it's a, it's a big boy That's beer. So I'll
1: be walking home tonight. The tonight. devil
0: did make me do that. Well, no, I made myself do this, yeah, sport, but
2: not do. this, this I don't disagree. The, this
1: is the devil, and the devil is not making me do anything.
0: Me. Uh, Let's give this bad boy a pour. I got the little tall boy cans today too.
2: Using the uh, shipyard pumpkin glass today. Not sure that goes well, but I'm using. Right. Hey, I got a butt heavy glass. Ooh, so smells
0: good. I didn't pour any head on mine. It's oh well, just, look I'm, at you. How did you manage that? Seriously, I've got oh, like
2: three fingers of a foamy Bart off-white <laughs> head. Lots of carbonation. This thing is pretty carbonated, yeah, it's and so it's slightly hazy and carbonated like crazy.
0: Yeah, mine looks like a tall glass of apple juice with no, no head on there, which and the, I'll save the... I got a little bit in there. I'll, I'll dump that in at the end to top it off. And the
2: nose is that kind of bitter juice juice. citrus, maybe? Yeah, like, that's the IPA smell oh, right there. That's yeah. for sure. But you can smell that it's a...
1: This, this is a big boy this is a knock your socks off boy yeah. alright cheers. cheers cheers ooh fill the broom oh my 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 woo that's some good stuff but you know ooh, what's funny wow that's for, but for a triple it doesn't smack you in the mouth like some of them do you know, yeah, that's got yourself, a almost a dark
2: there. malty almost like a a booze it definitely I has a taste, boozy yeah, yeah, yeah and the, you the, you the booze is, is there because
1: it's obviously a high ABB but I mean even then though, some of the higher triples that I've had like either on the end or somewhere in the middle it smacks you right in the mouth with that booze and you get a little bit of burn this this is smooth for a triple
2: it's at least smooth, from my experience yeah but it's not it's not it's not a bright fruit at all it's not bright no. citrus it's that little bit dark and almost like some dark malts but it's good
1: yeah you can tell it's dry hops um definitely not a like hazy IPA in any in any, in any way but um this no, taste is pretty good this one lingers for me a long. yeah it's going to it's got a lot I mean it, it's heavy it's on the hops on yeah so you, if, if you're not a hop head you're Do you, not, you, you don't you don't yeah if you're not if you're not a, if you're not a bitter guy not a hop head bitter girl whatever um
2: it's definitely not going to be for you,
1: um, but if you're someone like me, well, it's, this got, huge it's got some head. malts, but
2: it's also got a complex malt bill. So it's got El Dorado hop, Simcoe, and Cascade, and the malt it's got two row, which is kind of a pale, just regular malt, and then it's got oat, flaked oats, and flaked wheat. So it, that's what gives it that creamy. So it's got that creamier. Yeah. But it's also
1: got still it still has that like I don't know if it's West Coast or it's got that, but it still has that
2: woodsy resin to it too. I'm so are getting a little tropical not So we've got a little pineapple there.
0: Yeah. I like it's it. It's subtle. Good. The devil makes three, huh? And then <gasps> the he's holding up two fingers.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So oh, the, meaning the two, devil two, is the horn two or others, or maybe like two others, I, and then him? Maybe. I mean, I it's
1: making know. devil yeah, horns, we... I guess? I don't know. Hey, we all filmed that. We all film cool. we'll we'll that. We'll all film I like somewhere.
0: it. All right. So let's get into this. I think we should break this down a little bit, like what it was based on, and then we can kind of get into the movie a little bit. So, obviously, with the movie, they're going to take artistic choices, anything that kind of helps progress the movie along a little bit more that might not be as, you know, Hollywood as the actual story is. So, I kind of clip-noted the actual story from the records that I could find, and this is what it seems to be. So, the whole story was The Devil Made Me Do It was pretty much the case, the name... That they kind of named the case after. That was on November 24th, 1981. Arnie Johnson was convicted of first-degree manslaughter for killing his landlord, alan Bono. And this was the first court case where the defense tried to prove innocence by the means of demonic possession. So this was the first more uh, first murder in Brookline, Connecticut, and it was its 193-year history. So this is a small town, very rural. Obviously, no murder. So that,
1: know. so that's, the, so the, you know, I know we're talking about the movie right, yeah, but, yep. the, but the scene where they, the newscast says the first murder this town's, this town's had in, yep. the two hundred years, or whatever. So that, that wasn't just put there for like dramatic effect. Yeah, that, so that's that was true. true.
0: And I did forget. We can, if somebody wants to try to look on their computer while I do this, I'm curious if there has been a murder there since. Oh.
2: Because, I mean, they made it 193
0: years. That was my other thing that I, I uh, was going to research, but I forgot. So it's it's Brookline, Connecticut. Well, let's see if there's any murder records. I don't know. Um, Bono was stabbed several times in the chest, and the stomach, on the lawn of the kennels where they stayed at. So that part was accurate as well. And he was, it was around 630, I guess it was, in, Fe- in February. So he got convicted nine months after the fact, I guess. Um, The Warrens had told the police that, since July 1980, Johnson had participated in at least three exorcisms involving his girlfriend's 11-year-old brother, David, who had been taken host of up to 43 demons.
2: Oh, I didn't know it was more than one.
0: So they said, in the true story, the Warrens, you know, true is in quotations, but according to the Warrens' recollection, that he was, that David, the child, was actually possessed. They tried to perform exorcisms. He was possessed by forty-three demons. Um, he was, you know, speaking in Latin. He was doing all this nonsense.
2: Right, and there had been, I heard there was there had been six different priests that had come yeah. through to help. Yeah, and some of them were sent from Rome. Yeah, so they,
0: they the Warrens at this point. So the church took it seriously. Yeah, and and they had that rec- They had that recognition. The Warrens at this so, point.
2: So
1: yeah, and and. Ed, Ed was a recognized demonologist. He was never—I don't believe he was ever actually ordained by the Vatican. They, I know they, they claim that he was mm-hmm. ordained to actually perform exorcisms, but I don't believe he ever actually was. And that's just me, from what I remember reading about. I yeah. mean, don't quote me. And I'm not I'm not speaking from any like actual knowledge about the two, but um, so even so, because he was like recognized as a demonologist, the church did take in relatively serious because the church I mean obviously heaven, hell devil and God thats all real to them so if something like this were to happen there's enough evidence right. and that like, they do take it seriously if you had seriously. got like
2: one local priest that was like you know spent most of his time at the pub you'd say okay but when I read like that even the Vatican like from Rome had sent priests over for this case you're like okay they they took it seriously
1: yeah and the thing is is like however you feel about the Warrens and you know what they found. Whether you think it's real or it's fake or whatever, um, they had to go through the church before they could do anything. And that's that's true. Like they had to go to it. They had to go to go to the diocese that was local to them. They had. I think they had a couple fathers that they, priests or whatever that they talked to regularly. And like they had to provide, provide evidence. And it's shown in this movie too. Yeah, they had to provide evidence to say, "Hey, we do think this does warrant your intervention." Yeah, um, this needs to be. So it's not like they were just like. Hey, let's make up a whole bunch of bullshit to get yeah. the priests involved to and to we'll make the yeah. recognition. Let's
2: go pick up that homeless guy we know and put the priest priests. Oh, so that's like so so just whiskey. Oh,
1: okay. Right. So I mean, so 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 the authenticity of the of, of the Warrens, as far as like, did they like, did they truly care about a lot of this stuff, or did they were just doing this because?
2: Um, right. You well, know, you could you could, to, you could talk about just the Warrens and their legitimacy for hours alone. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
1: But yeah. So continue. But the case.
0: Kind of progressive trial, and this is where Warrens, they really started to get a lot of flack for kind of what you were saying. A lot of people were just claiming that they took on this case to turn it into a circus, to promote themselves, themselves. to get their, their, I don't know if it was ticket sales necessarily back then, but they would do tours. They would speak at like colleges. Because remember at this time,
1: at this point, it was in 81? Yeah. So 81, they were already... Pretty well, well known at that point. I mean, they did. They were the they ones that books, went to the Amityville. Yeah. They yeah. had a few books written about them. Um, the first Conjuring movie was based in that house in Rhode Island, so that was a pretty famous case. So yeah, I can see where the where the public may look at it and go, "Really? Like, of course you're getting involved. Mm-hmm. Like, and of course this kid says he's possessed by the devil. You know, that's yeah. convenient excuse. So I can see why. Yeah, uh, many assumed that. Manila,
0: which is a character that was not in the movie, but that was his um, defense attorney, that they would use possession as some sort of like insanity defense and not go the route of the one they chose which was innocent by demonic possession. They thought they were going to say it was insanity, so that way they could do that, but he did not. They tried to get that proved, and then at the start of trial uh, Callahan, the judge, said he refused to hear Manila's planned arguments about the devil's work I'm not going to allow the defense of uh, demon possession. Period. So it was a pretty quick like. We're gonna go with demonic possession. Uh, no, you're not.
2: So come up Shit, with come, the up, whole thing. come up with okay. something else. Yeah. So, so you was, said me. So like, was the actual quickly. lawyer in the in the actual trial? Uh, yeah. I, not it wasn't a female. It was a female in the movie, right? I'm just curious. Yes, if yes. it was a female so in, in the, the movie. movie. Yeah, movie, yeah. Just, they swapped it. Yeah, they swapped
0: that for because it was just a character that didn't even really play a part besides that quick little scene that we'll no, the, the, talk about. the one
2: scene they played about it. Yeah. yeah. It was...
0: Which was good. It was comical. Who knows if that was like a true progression of how it went. But the state argued that Johnson and Bono, this is where it really sorts of differed, that they had been drinking heavily before Bono was killed. And a waitress testified that she had served three carafts of red wine to the two men <laughs> who, Wait, the, alcohol was involved? Who were at the... Mug and Munch Cafe on the afternoon of the Munch? Oh, is it still there? We should I do. A, hope so. We should do a podcast. Now from I want to
2: know. So keep talking.
0: I'm going to Google that. So that's one one thing that differs. That I'm sure we'll get into once we talk movie. But the jury deliberated for 17 hours over three days, and the jury convicted Johnson of manslaughter, not murder, because the murder murder shows intent to kill, whereas manslaughter did. correct.
2: So they might have bought the story that these were just two drunk guys that got into a fight yeah Correct. So the whole
0: demonic not, thing wasn't even really touched about i think it was more of a case of they were drunk fighting over the
1: girlfriend yeah i mean not to get too technical to when it comes to like criminal law and criminology and stuff like that but yes true i mean because manslaughter is there's no there's no forethought malice or intent yeah then you can get him for manslaughter but if you need murder there has to be some sort of pre thought out mm-hmm. plan to kill like somebody. you knew you were going to kill especially the
0: then right, the 80s right. there's no there was no twitter or facebook where it was yeah, like oh i'm not right. a kid there was no there's and no paper like trail of technology yeah. right so right. it's it's you know maybe it was maybe it wasn't but there was no way to prove it back right. then so, so to so. step back
1: just a few, just a few minutes so yeah. you did say that like they threw this out relatively quickly like they threw out the defense, um, that defense, he, that defense.
0: He pretty much said he's not going to allow so the, the judge. Defense the, of the judge wasn't going to have any of this. Story.
1: All right. So the idea. So the, in the true story, it's like yes, they tried to defend this kid based on they opened with it, and then the guy was like, right.
2: yeah. And The judge is no. like, not going to have. Based on him. what I've seen, like the media must have ran with it. Well, of like, course no, no, they are. Oh, of they are. going to was, try to I mean, defend him a, because he was possessed. Of course it. Because I mean,
1: yeah, and I think. And again, no sh- no shade at the Warrens. I mean, they're both. I mean, obviously, God rest their souls. <laughs> no pun intended. But you, you you don't bring them in. They don't get involved unless you want a media circus. at that Yeah, point. That's what like I mean, that's get. what you're gonna get. And well, I think that's part where
2: you know you have no hope, and this is like a, a it's a hell right, right, a yeah. Yeah. right, right.
0: And I mean, to to the the real story was that David, the the young boy. Supposedly was possessed. That they, they, they did get possessed when they moved. He, he did get possessed when they went to the house. Um, he did see a old man figure with, like, hooves and horns. And, and he did have multiple exorcisms. Um, Arnie was at one of the exorcisms and did challenge the demon, saying, Oh, he did, right. Take me on, not the little boy. And, and there was accounts of him acting, you
2: know, differently
0: through this. So, so that part...
2: Right, so Most they of that's coming they didn't from the make Warnes. up the story just for the case. Yeah, so because, this was like tough that yeah, so cuz those tapes exist, like yeah, of those those the Exorcist. The of the yep. or the Exorcism which yeah. they played at the end of the movie. So like that would have been like they the, would have had to have like really thought out that we're going to fake this whole thing if they had faked all the yeah. the tapes of the Exorcism. Yeah.
0: So I mean, all of that stuff was whether it's true or not, it either happened or was said to happen by the Warrens. Obviously, it didn't carry in through the court case; it just wasn't allowed. But that first portion of the movie was fairly accurate, right? When it comes to and now this is where we'll kind of dive into the movie a little bit. Um, so if you're you're looking at the two in comparison, I mean, the little kid was possessed; there was exorcism. So
1: basically, everything up until the title sequence,
0: yeah, pretty much <laughs> was was
1: true. Everything after that's just a movie, yeah. Which, I, mean, I mean, I think we kind of know that going into it. I mean, all of the Conjuring movies are great movies. They're all based in some
2: level of fact, you which know, a that, quote unquote true. Story. Right. So, yeah. I, so, I, so I use the term inspired by. Right, and that's not, and that's really what it is. No horror movie that says based on true events, I, I take no that really right. It's self. the same with Texas Chainsaw
1: yeah. Massacre. It's based yeah. on true events, even though it had nothing to do with Texas and no. right. chains it chainsaw. Based on the strangers, the same dude. thing. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, to me and this is just a personal opinion I think it's a little disingenuous to use based on true story I don't like that they do that but at the same time I get why they do that it's, it's oh. so right so, right. It's so like secondary. I said it should say it should inspired. say inspired and I,
2: think, and I think some I think I've seen some movies that do say that they do some of inspired, inspired, inspired by which like is this. definitely more
0: accurate but not as sexy.
1: but And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, to, to, to make a good movie and sell good, sell tickets and, and make a good narrative, I'm totally cool with it. I just yeah. think it's a little disingenuous to be like, oh, oh, based on true story, even though it's It reality. absolutely is, because based. people are going to go out of course, without research.
0: Not so, that it right. does any harm. Yeah, so the point of. you're making
2: is oh. it was based on a real court case. Yep. It was based, again, on right. and Lorraine Warren's... Right. Statements that yeah, so. this
0: exorcism happened. This little kid was possessed by... 43 demons or the devil itself because it was a old man with hooves and horns and yeah. they transferred from david or whatever to arnie and arnie had started exhibiting signs of um you know rage and anger and stuff like that which you know, the devil made me do it they said it later in the case was like yeah you know, the devil was alcohol it's like oh you had a rage fit yeah he was probably pissed drunk yeah, there it is <laughs> You know, you got you—you you murdered your landlord while you were pissed drunk. Like right. the demon, you know, the demon was in the bottle.
2: That right. Was, like that was, and the which demon. is why I'm sure you got manslaughter. So, yeah. so this is the Conjuring. It's it's the third, which mm-hmm. is technically I think the terms like this is the third in the franchise, but then there's the others. Third, there's others in the universe. So it's the right? third
1: Conjuring movie. It's not the third in the. It's the eighth. In the, yeah. Well, it's the like the yeah. So the I
2: mean, I think the terms the way you use them is this is the third it's, in the it's, franchise, it's really these, loose. but the universe includes the. Um, the Annabelle right. spinoffs and the, the nun. The nun. Uh, yeah. La Llorona. La Llorona. Yeah, la Lerona, yeah we, got through,
0: we caught some flack on uh, Twitter about our, our pronunciation. Oh, I did, I'm sorry. Is Look, it, like, is, I'm oh, a white Irish mean. kid, guys. I'm sorry. La Llorona. La
1: Llorona. La Llorona. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. La, yeah. la yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh,
0: or should I not
2: even try? Don't even, sure. don't, don't even bother. <laughs> no, you're going to get torn was, apart. It was
0: all in good fun.
2: But Michael Chavez directed he, he directed one of those spin-offs the LA, 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 DA, la 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 boy which is how he, like, kind how of he goodbye everybody <laughs> right. thank you for being with podcast we'll catch you next time thank you good night
1: before we get into talking to movie i just wanted to quickly update you so according to areavibes.com Brookline says, I think, N.A. for murder, so I guess maybe that was the only murder they've ever had in their history. I don't know good if it's for true them. or not. It's good for that town, uh, maybe. But according to them, like Connecticut, 2.9 per 100,000 people, but for Brookline, uh, zero.
2: Good so go, go for Brookline. Hopefully we got a listener in Brookline. Congratulations. So back to the movie. So like Michael Chavez, Insidious? He did Insidious? Did he? Makes, I don't yeah. think I
1: so. I'm, not, I'm not an expert on like I don't all of the different directors, but from he, was, what I saw, he, did,
2: he was involved in a couple of the saws. Hold on. From what I saw, that was like his big And I thought he was involved in the insidious movies. You might be right. I, again I
1: don't I don't particularly follow a ton of the like who directs what, but um I thought that
0: was see. kind of his big directorial. So no,
1: he directed yeah, he only directed Curse of Lie, lie you But was he? Maybe down. he was in, just
2: involved. Maybe he was. So, who
0: someone. you might be thinking of might be James Wan.
2: Yeah, James um, Wan produced a lot of the. He's the producer. He was the producer. So, well, he ultimately. was the one of the original two. Yes.
1: He's the one. Who so, yes. So you're thinking of James Insidious. Wan. Because he directed the first Saw. And he directed. He, He was the producer of Conjuring 2. So so Michael Chavez was just, he
2: got into this franchise by the, um, the of the the spinoff that we won't pronounce. Yeah. Okay. Got it. All right. I'm just, just, Um, I'm straight. Yeah. He
0: was the director of Conjuring 1. He was the director of Saw. Um, I think he had his hands on the Insidious as probably a producer, if I had to guess. He
1: he did a Billie Eilish music video. Hmm.
0: Interesting. Um, it, it's a crazy little movie. he's a world. relatively
1: new director according yeah. to his IMDB I mean he's only directed two major films uh, obviously these two so he was
2: probably discovered by James Wan so in yeah. full disclosure I've watched all of The Conjuring but I yep. I didn't watch any of the Offsprings I'm not going to lie to
1: you I've only watched The Conjuring movies so I haven't
2: watched The Annabelle or what we'll refer to as The Nun Offspring since we're not allowed to talk about the name you just did it again I know I can't help it
0: I can't help myself. I'm just somewhere. burying for I like right, forgot a letter. Um, I've seen... I haven't... I think the only one I haven't seen was The Curse of LL. Um, <laughs> LL.
1: is it like LL? It's the the LL. The, it's movie, LL. the, LL. Movie, the LL. movie currently known as yeah. LL. The
0: Nun was really good. It was very like... It, it was just in that world. It was actually really scary, I think. The Annabelle ones, I remember one being very bad and a couple being... I think the newest one was the best one. I'd have to rewatch. Was there, was there three of the Annabelle sequels?
2: Sequels? I could be. I could be there mistaken, is. But right. I think there's like Annabelle, Annabelle, um, comes I mean, anyway. Annabelle comes home. Annabelle
1: comes home, and then Annabelle creation, creation, or something yeah. like that. I'd give them a watch. We yeah, they can't not. But it's a fun movie. It's hell. If I'm gonna watch Thanks Killing with you guys, I might as well, we'll watch, watch Annabelle yeah. movies. No, I just haven't had a chance to get really sit down and actually watch them. Yeah. But now that they're on, I think they're all on HBO Max. So they might if not they're definitely in the five dollars yeah panel so Walmart. you can find
0: them no they're they're good um so yeah I mean in comparison I mean in the movie it's, so this it's one
2: is 1981 81. so the first one 1971 the second one 1977 this one's 1981
0: yeah okay. so this is definitely I mean at this point 10 years in it's definitely they have their they're they're recognized now so it's not as much of a unknown, but they, they come obviously prepared. We saw that in the movie because they had their film crew already set up and everything like that. But this was definitely, as a whole, this movie was very different from the other two. You know, the first two were very haunted house stories. This broke the mold and, and branched into more of a investigative, yeah, it's more files gumshoe detective. Gum files. detective yeah.
2: More procedural, more... Yeah. Um, and... Of all the like, I've seen a lot of bad reviews for this, which yeah, and and a lot of them speak to that that it's they broke from the one house one family one demon yeah sequence yeah and I and they had to because only because of the story that they were inspired by yeah didn't take like part of it they had to latch on or they had to include that part about the trial which yeah. meant they had to break out of this whole thing's place wonder, in one
1: house. And I wonder if part of it, and this maybe, I don't know if this has anything to do with it, it at all or not, but um,
2: since this
1: movie was made after Lorraine died, so I don't know if maybe because they haven't had access to the actual two-source material. Because like Ed died in 2006. He was dead before any of these movies came out. But yeah. he, they were right, he with, missed them all. Right. But they were working with Lorraine for many of the originals. Yeah, I would, um,
0: imagine, I would imagine she had worked with them Prior to her death,
1: so,
2: side side maybe. Theory, did you know that Lorraine was actually in the first one?
1: Yes, who was she? Oh, she was sitting
2: in the audience yeah. when they were giving the um, one of the speeches, lectures yeah, to like she the she class. Was, of people oh, okay, audience, yeah, yeah. Right. which is funny
0: because one of my friends from back home had seen them on their lecture tours. Oh, really? Bill, Bill oh, Grady. really? Bill Grady uh, when he was oh, in college, yeah, 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 yeah. they had come to his college, which back then, forever ago, but that would mm-hmm. been cool to see them. But yeah, it's definitely uh, they straight from the path of the haunted house. and and i still haven't quite decided if i and, and i've seen it three times now i saw it twice you've twice. seen this one three times yeah oh, i thought saw, it was your second because i couldn't wait so i, I, I watched it without uh, my girlfriend so i had to watch it immediately as it came out before work and then i had to like pretend for a little bit that i didn't see it so i could see it with her and then i could go see it in the theaters again or the third time and i still am not sure if it's like if how much i like it yet I enjoyed it. Um, but well, the, I loved the, the straying whole from like thing.
2: the first two was intentional. I saw an interview with yeah. Michael Chavez and he wanted to break from that with the complete respect and knowing the ownership of keeping the franchise. And he wanted to push the Ed and Lorraine... As far as he could, without reaching a point where he said I, you couldn't rein them back. Yeah. But so he, he wanted to change this up. So that was not did. by accident. It not not you know like yeah. mean, it, it was it was intentional. It,
0: yeah. No, it's it's. I think if I had to go through all three of them, I think this one's my least favorite. I didn't not like it though. I did enjoy it. Obviously, we talked a lot about the whole you know quote unquote true story. So the whole like. Missing girls case in Danvers, not real. The whole witch totems, obviously not real. The whole
2: master satanist character, the whole sidebar. I would yeah. love to start just mailing those. Like, I build build those. <laughs> no, build those witch totems. They just just, them just start mailed mailing mailed them to people. Like, It'd be like a new I'm Blair like, Witch. Like, thing. I'm not. You know, I I love this genre. This is my yeah. favorite genre, the possessed demon thing. Yeah, yeah. Because like I've told you guys before, it's the back of my mind where it's like I'm I'm that kind of person that's like. This could fucking happen to me. Good, yeah. I could end up possessed. I hear shit at night. Anyways, like if someone just... That just showed up in my mail now. Yeah. Like, I would Unmarked. be like, ha, this is funny. But that night... Burn I mean, it. I'd be sitting <laughs> up all night staring at that thing. Yeah, but researching anyways, it. So, Finding <laughs> master Satanists in their little right. river house. Just, I mean, just a little interrupt there to tell you <laughs> that, that that would be... I
1: mean, yeah. I, I would. Granted, I would hope most people would watch this movie and realize at the end of it, like, that's obviously dramatized. It's not yeah. real. Like, they didn't go... And climb into a sewer and meet some weird, tall, slender lady like demon yeah. worshiper. You don't know that. The master who they, happened to have pictures of the person that, that she sent. I mean, it's. It, I won't lie to you. From my perspective, this movie is actually this is my second favorite of okay. of the Conjuring movies. I've only seen the three conjuring movies. The, I, haven't three. Same, I haven't watched Annabelle. I haven't watched the La Llorona or the. Um,
2: you said it again. Why do you keep saying I, it? I'm going to say it right one of
1: these All right? <laughs> if I take 100 shots, one <laughs> may go bad. One way. of these will one. Exactly. Um, I'm not the LeBron of names, all right? La Llorona. Or the other one. The devil made him say it that way. Yeah. But. I think as a movie, this is—I mean, this is probably my second favorite one. I mean, yeah. I think the first one was probably the best, only because it's the original. And I don't—I'm yeah. typically that snob that prefers the originals to mm. have all the sequels. But I think visually, it was a really stunning movie. I think visually, they did a really good job with the possession scenes. Um, I think that even though I know obviously it was animated, like CG, it was definitely some computer-generated imagery to it. Yeah. But like the the body contortion stuff, which you see in a lot of, really good. In a lot of possession movies,
2: are creepy as hell. That's one of the points I was going to make was like that, the contortion for two things. Like, first of all, like even like in the first one where like the young girl's laying in the bed and she thinks like the sister's pulling on her leg and then like the yeah. body gets dragged and there's nobody there. Yeah. That shit just creeps me out mm-hmm. because as I've told you a million times, that kind of stuff creeps me out because I can see that happening. Right, and that's why in the, the contortion thing, Yeah. some of the reviews I saw that like, oh, that's all they threw at you for these demons. It was terrible. And I'm like no that shit creeps me the F out that,
1: yeah. yeah I mean it definitely it, it goes a little over the top near the end of it but even then it still looked visually pretty when good when the little kid good.
2: started doing it it got a little bit overdone in the prison scene whatever it's, but, yeah, but, when but the, it's, it's still it, relatively like the first corny. time the young kid I mean, not corny, David starts doing it and of course it's a young kid and the parents are there you're like I'm getting, yeah. I'm getting goosebumps. Just yeah. it. I mean,
1: and it, 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 it harkens back. I mean, let's be
2: honest. This movie,
1: there were a lot of references to The Exorcist. I mean, the very opening the shot. Big shot. Yeah. was was if an you, exorcist. All right, you
2: want to go there? The interview I saw with with um, Michael Chavez He mentions it. Yeah, he he says total homage. Of course, tribute. To he's like, I did it intentionally. That's why he's got the hat. Yep, yep. he's got the exorcism. I, I, case with yeah. him the, the minute he, I saw he's I, like, like,
1: I I I was like he, he, I mean, he says absolutely he admits it
2: completely it's totally right. yeah. Yeah. paying but I mean the court I,
1: I mean even even beyond that the the cotortionist cotortionist contor- stuff excuse me it harkens back to raven spinning her head around and all that different yeah. stuff, good stuff from the exorcist and all that like oh the well, devil makes Well no all of these years shit. later
2: it still works for me oh it's so yeah. and I lie to you like
1: again things don't I don't jump a lot of horror movies. I'm usually I'm I'm that one that will watch these movies, and it happens with all of them. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's ever been a, there's been a few, and this movie did a pretty good job to a point. Um, the jump scare stuff, like a lot of it, you can see it coming. Yeah, there were a couple points in this movie where I actually it actually did not necessarily make me jump, but it got me. Mm-hmm. Like I where I expected it to happen didn't happen, and then it happened. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean for what for what it, for what it is, James Wan, even mm-hmm. if he's not necessarily directing, he always has done you know some of the best.
2: When it comes to setting those up, so, mm-hmm. so it's funny that you said that because a lot of the bad reviews I saw, that's one of the things they pointed out. They were like, James Wan is great at diverting you from thinking about where the jump scare is going to be, and it's not; it's somewhere else. Yeah, and that was what was lacking in this one. And that's it's funny yeah. that you said that because yeah. I saw yeah. that. And it's, I mean, it's definitely
1: not as it's not as good. Mm-hmm. Like in the first one, like with the clapping when yeah. she's sitting in the stairs, yeah. you expect something to come up the stairs, and all of a sudden you get the right behind, behind her head yeah, like yeah. that still gets me yeah i and like those
0: i mean my thing is i i like the, those jump scares but what i think i like even more is the very slow creepy imagery that isn't really a jump scare but right. it, 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 it like so for instance when the kid was in the shower and it has that upshot of like this the shower rings the curtain yes and, and you it's see the hand. hand and the hand slowly peels it's right and it's nothing all- quick and there's no jump scare sound it's just like you can't stop scaring at this terrifying image. Oh, no, I'm with you
2: there. I, I think like that almost me, better than the jumpy. Right? right no, and I think I would agree with you. I don't. I'm creep, not saying creepy sometimes is better. Like than that, the you can head. look at. subtle but, scares are more. But like subtle you know, creepiness, you have is to better. have a little bullet. You yep. got to mix in the jump you do. scares do. And, scare. and I
1: think it's what makes these movies so good is that they do know how to do that relatively yep. well. I mean, I'm not saying that they're perfect because mm-hmm. there are some rough jump scares in this one, but there are some good setup ones. And like you said, a lot of the subtle stuff where they don't actually hyper focus on it like I yeah. don't want you to necessarily focus on it yeah. like if you think of like um, even more recently the we've talked about it before is um, Insidious well Insidious is one of them Insidious is one of the best examples more recent examples yeah, of that that's my favorite it's one really of those really subtle um, but I'm, oh, what the hell is the show on Netflix they're making a house about it they're probably making a house about it oh Haunting of Hill house. Haunting house Hill House is very subtle with things yeah. like that there's like obviously a lot of that in your face jump scary stuff but yeah. at the same time it's very subtle imagery that yeah is meant to creep you out is to make you feel unsettled. Cause like I've watched a few movies where um, you're watching it and the camera is focusing on something, but it's not focusing on what's happening in the, in, in the, in the actual Which, scene.
2: The, the, the reviews I saw, like some people saying about like the jump scares weren't as good here and stuff. Part of it is when you're doing the one house, one family and you're confined to one house. Mm-hmm. It's easier to pull that off you can, yeah. because in this scenario, that like you're leaving, you go into a courthouse, you go into yeah. a jail, you're going, you're going, at work, you're going yeah. Out, yeah. So that like you lose the environment in a dark house that's possessed. You, it's easy to get shit creepy yeah. around every corner. And you can progress, but like just leaving this one confined environment. Yeah, you, I think you get a you get like kind of a, a breather. Yeah. Like so right. like like when you go to the there's prison between. like the, this the the final like the scene where like Arnie really gets like possessed in the infirmary, you know, the infirmary yeah. or whatever. Right. is it's creepy, but when but you normally when you were going like to the prison scenes, you were like mm. Well, the claustrophobia
1: is what gets you in those earlier movies. So the so single that's location cuz you feel you feel like you feel stuffed up. You kind of like you get to you get to kind of relate with the characters better in those situations, I think, than you do in this one. Like, I didn't relate
2: to Arnie. I didn't relate well, to... Well, the, the fact that he flat out really did kill the guy... Right. And, and it's, even so much, it's like, not even so much much. you're kind of like... You don't really
0: feel bad. I mean, it's tough to... The,
2: yeah. You're not really rooting. For I mean, a, you don't well, root for them, you root I guess for you could say, like when stuff. it starts off, you're like really feeling for David because you know the little kid he's possessed. Yeah, All he it did sucks. Did, he later, that, yeah. Don't lay on a waterbed, man. Yeah. I guess so. I don't know about oh, you. I, I we'll, think talk my about, part, we'll talk I think about my scenes you liked after, yeah. but like the waterbed scene was good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Arnie, you couldn't really like fight for. Um, before we get down the rabbit hole, I mean, I guess I mean, but just Nick was saying where you where you rank this in the three. Yeah, oh, let's yeah, get into those then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah, it's no, fine. we yeah. we started there and we kind of digressed. Yeah. But you were saying it was the second of the three. So this for, is me, my, this, for me, you it's the for me second a, favorite. Yeah. Oh, you I said think for third. him. This is my least favorite one. And you're saying the second. Yeah. So
0: I, for me, mine go Conjuring two, oh, Conjuring oh, really? one, and then Conjuring Interesting. three. I, I think the second one is the scariest one. I think with like the whole I love. I mean, like the little British kids are terrifying. But like that introduces like the crooked man that introduces like the little wind up like light toy that they use inside their little hut this introduces um the 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 old man in the chair who's like speaking in it and i love that the ending of it too where it's like they have these two different recordings of the old man speaking but he's speaking every other word and then they play it at the same time and he's like they find out that it's not the old man, the, 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 yeah. the nun is, is working through the old man, and they two, 2 invented the nun, and that whole, like, where she it's introduced through the painting, like, I thought 2 stuck to the formula of 1 where it's Haunted House, but they did introduce, it was kind of the mix between the two. It's not as haunted houses as the one, and it's not as on the road as three is. It was kind of that perfect little blend. And I just thought, I thought that brought a lot more like terrifying moments. Um, and I just liked that story, I think, better. One is, I you can't say enough about it. I love one, It's great. And then three, I don't dislike it, but for me, it's at the bottom. So if
2: two, yeah, one, so I mean, three. You put a good sell on for the second, which is all good stuff. Yeah. I would, I I originally was, I'll say it's 1, 2, and 3 in order. Yeah. Maybe partly because the first is the first one. It's always like the one that introduced yeah. you to the yeah, franchise. Yeah, that's what's weird about me. I, but...
1: I, for me, it's 1, 3, 2 as of right now. I like 2. Yeah. Like, me saying the 2 is ranked 3rd doesn't mean I don't like it. No, yeah. And say, yeah. It just means I, I I have a. I have a thing. F- We've talked about this before. All of us have. Even off the podcast. I have a thing for police, crime, true crime. Yeah. Procedural shit like that stuff makes like I like that type of stuff. Yep, yep. So you mix the possession of devil stuff with a police procedural, and I think it's I think it's fun. Yeah, I so wish I feel like they you're went. getting to the bottom of a mystery with them. So I, I wish I, they went more. I into think it. they
2: would. Yeah, I think it's going to be in order, and it's partly because of the, like what we've talked about, where the third one was a little bit more they they because of the story they picked or were inspired by. Yeah, had the court case and the prison, which took them out of the single set. You know, mm-hmm. genre made it a little more X Files. Like yeah. we're, we're gumshoe detectives, which I is think great, what they were trying I think to it took a little bit away from the creepy factor. Told,
1: yeah, yeah. So I think what they were doing here is like obviously the first two movies that was more of a story of houses either being possessed or people being possessed by a spirit in a in a home or yeah. something like that. Whereas this one was more of a. Doesn't necessarily mean that you're possessed, but we're leaning heavier on the curse angle, yeah. The Satanist angle, which I think that's another thing that bothered. This is, like, I know we'll get into like what bothered us about this movie, but the Satanist thing is one of the things that kind of bothered me about it. And I'll we can talk to, about it now because we're just kind of I mean, we kind of touched on the true story. Right, so, talking, about sure. the
0: so movies and rankings. So let's get into like likes and dislikes. Yeah. So so, so I
1: mean, like I said before, what I liked about it visually, the movie was really good. I mean, I think for a movie in twenty twenty one. It did its job. I don't think it was over. I mean, I think there was a, there were a few things a little over the top, but I think visually it, it, it did its job. Did really well. Um, when he's going into like that dark place at the very near the beginning, when he when he kills the guy, I liked that. I, one, like, all I liked that. Got that when the lights and kind of go and actually, in a, in a lot of aspects, drama, a lot of yeah, a lot of parts of this movie, where the light will cut out and the sound kind of works with that and yeah. cuts out and like the the change in the red lights the... yeah well it changes the i don't say move but it changes like the direction not, not... it shows it shows a character
0: shift yeah, it's trying the, to show you right it's just
1: visually it's giving you a shift um and it's abrupt i like when it's abrupt like that because yeah. like it catches you off guard so that's stuff i liked um one of the things i don't like is i i hate the coverall generic term of satanist yeah it drives me nuts because like There's so many different forms of true Satanism that, like, just to say, oh, she's cursing people, she's a Satanist. Like, I I get it. Like, I know what they were going for. In what sense? Well, they wanna, they wanna, they wanna encompass as many people in the audience as possible. Like, it makes total sense for most people to say, oh, Satanist, she worships Satan. But I have a problem with it because you know, in obviously in in reality, like a lot of Satanists are less worshiping the literal devil and more saying you have your own free will you don't need a god to tell you what to do almost like atheism in in a way but not quite atheism um but i think just not maybe giving us a little bit more as to what specifically that she was delving into rather than just oh i'm gonna put this random latin curse on these random people Yeah, i'm just gonna curse them the why wasn't there yeah the why wasn't there well
2: what wasn't there was how did she pick them yeah, or was why? It? Or that did, part didn't even so much but, bother me. It's but like, she should have. There should have been some connection of no, why she knew that. Like,
1: I agree with you. Like, I mean, if it's gonna be truly random, at least establish that it was just, she just said that to random people. Yeah. But the other but, part that bothered me is there was no there's no why. Like, why are you trying to bring a demon into this plane? Like, what are you what are you trying to accomplish? Just to send it back because like
0: she pulled it out. Just to and say the she idea did it? was, and the curse was, like one has to commit suicide, one has to be murdered, and then the demon can go back to hell. Well, then why did you take it from hell?
1: What was like, what was the point? What was the reason for it? That's well, the, they, yeah, they, that's so the, I mean, the reason, really doing, well, well really which, which,
2: which I think was a benefit to the story, like, the, the priest's daughter got obsessed with it because of his dealings with it and collection of, like... Oh, and I'm fine with that. So I like think that part, that, that part of the so storyline added a benefit where, I mean, like, I was oh, happy be that... careful what you, you know, your, what you pass on your passion to kids right. because they might take it a little different than you do, which was kind of a warning to like Ed and Lorraine, like For be careful, kid, yeah. be careful what you pass on as your right, passion, right. because like you're fighting evil, but the kids might get fascinated and end up like mine. And I think that, so,
1: to yeah. me, actually, I, I. I <laughs> I was a little concerned because I, I obviously I saw it coming that that guy was gonna that priest was gonna make a reappearance. Like they he made him creepy for a it, reason. It was it was a reason why he, he was the way he was, and obviously when it comes back to him at the end, you're like, oh okay, cool, here we go. Something. He but has something it was to do it, with. W- it was kind of nice that they did flip it on you a little bit. In the sense that you think that oh he's the reason. Like she, he's he's in on it. Yeah. In reality, he's not in on it. He, he just, just knew. Just, he, he was just a warning for yeah. them.
2: Right, but it was a. I thought it was a good twist. But that twist. was effective. I that thought it was, was a good, with a good yeah. twist when yeah. he's like, no, no, totally he starts talking that. about his daughter and then I'm like, oh, there we that's go. who yeah. it is.
1: But, I, but at the same time, I, I needed more as to why... Did, I mean, I get the daughter was a fascinated by it and she's like enthralled by the devil and all this stuff. Yeah. But what is the end goal? What was she trying to accomplish? Yeah. Other than just saying, I want to bring a devil here and then send it back. Or yeah. a demon here and bring it back. Yeah.
0: They didn't get into that part at all. That's, right. And and
1: I, and I guess there's so much they're trying to handle all at once, but at the same time, like you are a just, movie, you yeah. can at least... Do Throw something. me something yeah. to show me what, what what's going One on. One part that I really that I thought was funny that I really wanted
0: to like some some way make an appear like right when they go to that uh, the morgue and they're like oh it's locked and he just like oh the fat guy <laughs> yeah but like before that he just like smashes the little window open with his cane or whatever oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like don't worry we're paranormal investigators like <laughs> like we'll just leave it out like what the, who do you think you are right like, like don't worry we're ghost hunters we got it. It's like, sure, okay, Ed, whatever you want.
1: I think, well, and part of that also, you can see that in a lot of the movies, is they totally, they play up Ed's personality. Like, if you've watched anything from, like, the actual Ed Warren, he has kind of that, like, clearly I'm the smartest guy in the room. I know what I'm talking about. It reminds me of, like, Dumb and Dumber, when he's like, don't worry, I'm a limo driver. (laughs) Yeah, so it's, it's it's a little goofy when he does that, but at the same time, like, they're playing up that.
2: But I think a credit to this movie is a little bit of the like a little bit of story depth like they yeah. didn't have they didn't have to add Ed gets the heart condition. Yeah. Which made Lorraine kind of the lead character. Right. Yeah. So they, that's switching it up, you know, and right. yeah. so you have this thing where like now you're chasing your wife through the woods and you can't even keep up because you have this heart condition. Yeah. That added a, a whole other yeah, wrinkle. I, I mean, Not it, a scary it, wrinkle. People will be like what well, how does that add to the scary factor? It does it. Think, doesn't. I think, I think
1: but people have to remember that this movie is is, is much about
2: the Scary and the horror and the devil,
1: devil possession and stuff. But it's also, it really is a like an Ed and Lorraine story too. It's, it's yeah. these well, movies and, are all about that them and their relationship and, and that
2: relationship to the actual story. Right. And I get that. I get by. that. And I, and I like and, that. and I like how she's like
1: struggling to contr- like to really focus her power or whatever it is because of the fact that she's so concerned for her own family. Yeah. And that kind of follows the, all of the movies. That's in that a one, way.
0: That one was the strongest in two. the whole Lorraine being able Lorraine to Lorraine being like concerned about one another and she saw that was when she saw Ed die. Like in the vision and stuff like that, and yeah. and he was telling her like. Well, not it started to,
2: in the first one though, right? Where Lorraine gets like she saw something in the like the first time she that she really got like hurt. Yeah, yeah. By, she, she got like hurt the by the vision or, wherever, or whatever. Yeah, right? true. I also like
0: at the very end when like he's having his like. Like heart condition or whatever, and, and then he's like, the lock it. he's like, I forgot my pills. Like, what, I he, wanted- what
2: he forgot to say was, I forgot my pills yeah. again. again. And she's like, yeah, I got you. Yeah, I'd be like,
0: you know what, fucker? This is where we learn about actions and consequences.
2: Yeah.
1: You know what? Now... You die. <laughs> See, I'm okay with it. I pills. think it's cute. I mean, it's a callback to the first Conjuring. Yeah. When his when her daughter gave her the locket, like that's where that locket came from. Mm-hmm. Um, funny fun fun fact: everybody knows this, but the daughter is the same actress through all three Conjuring movies. Okay, I didn't even look up. Yeah, not so, so yeah, know no. That. So her daughter in the first one, the little girl, was the same girl that plays the daughter in this movie, which is it's interesting. Movie. I mean, it's the same actress. I'm curious
0: about the year gap
1: yeah 2013 2016 and then 2021 so 13 16 21 so and i think i think the eight actually, years well she's only like which it, it, 16 or 17 years which old which it puts her
0: right in the same time cuz if it's yeah. been 8 years from one to now it was 71 to 81 so it's only been 10 years so yeah, she's, she's not, right on line what not, she actually would be yeah. for age wise i just thinking, i just
1: thought it was funny cuz i had to look that up i was like is it the same is it the same girl but yeah. it is um, makes you wonder how much that girl in real life, how much money has she made being um, like the one's eh, like side character. No, I know yeah. no, I'm not going I'm not talking like in the movie, I'm just talking like I mean she obviously controls their estate, I would assume. Oh, oh,
0: oh, oh because their actual daughter that yeah.
2: I Well, I don't know. I mean they made they, they were made, <clears> I made about all this stuff. Those but... book tours, they 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 pay quite I, a bit. No, well especially know. now well especially now <clears> Especially be, now being
0: movies. I can see them getting some kickback on the movies. But before that who knows what they were pulling in but yeah no it's this was a fun movie um, I don't know if there's much more I'm trying to think of like other moments in the movie you know with it, with us seeing it in theaters a couple of days ago I wasn't really taking notes but I was trying to think of stuff as we we're going
2: so I was going to make the point that when I was thinking about the movies I've watched the first two at home obviously mm-hmm. and even though the third one I'm saying technically uh, if I had to rank them it would be the third but Seeing this last one in a theater, it totally changes the experience. Mm-hmm. Any oh, yeah, movie, sure. it seems better seeing it mm-hmm. in the oh, theater. Oh, it's
0: all... It's because, you know, maybe 80% of the scare, maybe more than that, is the sound. Well, in right. the sound, you can't
1: mimic a theater sound you at home. You as can't. Long as maybe, I mean, you can crank it up as maybe, much as you want but Maybe that. 1% of the population can actually get a theater-level quality sound. Man. Like paranormal activity is number one just, for this, where it's that it base just changes. changes the, or even a quiet place. I mean, I mean place that, that thing, works so great so in a so theater foul. because
2: the sounds are so integral to that movie. Yeah, so that makes it far better. Yeah. And again, I'll say like it's the, it might be the third out of the franchise, but that still makes it far better than a lot of other. other yeah, oh yeah, horror and movies. again, I
1: think it's so. I think we him and I talked about this before on the previous podcasts. Is that the Conjuring really did kind of re-energize the horror genre in a way I mean it really when it came out it was like you took an established idea but freshened it up and made it desirable again it was something that we actually enjoyed watching I mean the
2: the first two like they it ends up pretty high up on every like top grossing list they make money they're they're up there like within the some lists have them in the top 10 some have them in the top 20 what year did
1: Paranormal Activity come out the first one it was before the first Conjuring. I want to say it was like two thousand nine, two thousand ten, something like that. So like the whole ghost haunting thing. I mean, yeah. obviously these movies started coming out at a time when paranormal hunting was like a big thing. It was and on it every shows on every show, damn channel, um, travel channel, and, and it's still shows. relatively popular. But people like ghost stories. I mean, it goes all the way back to the you know way back times when you would sit around a campfire and tell each other ghost stories. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just an extension of that in some way. So they're going to make money um, but at the same time I think that the development company wants the development company just they, they know what they're doing. They're like the Blumhouse of This is a New ghost Line haunting, film, right? Ghost
2: stories. The, the Conjuring's a New Line? Yes, they're a yeah. New Line. Yep. Which yep. they know they're horror shit. So. Yeah, I mean New Line
1: I think they built their empire on horror. Right. to be honest and with you. But... The
2: interview I saw with Michael Chavez he was like if you're dealing with New Line they're horror fans yeah, yeah. because um, I mean, they do. the interview I saw like, that they were talking like somebody was saying like how The Conjuring has all of these like side characters and small things that could could lead to spin-offs yeah and there was I, been a couple but he was saying that in this one that the devil made me do it he's like I had a great character that was a, a crazy demon I went big and bold with it and it and It was like a great character, could have been a perfect spin off, but I found it too distracting, so he's completely gone from the movie.
0: Huh, so that probably was. And his point was that,
2: because I think the question that they asked him was, like, is it all about the spin offs? And he was like, no, because this character was great. Yeah. And between myself and New Line, he's gone. Yeah. And,
0: and that probably would have been. If it was anything, it probably would have been the old man with the hooves character. Probably so that was supposedly was seen, because all you saw for that thing that possessed—is da- it David or Daniel? David. 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 The thing that possessed him was you saw that quick little shot of the face in the waterbed, which right. that whole scene was super cool. We didn't really talk about it that much, but I really liked that. Yeah. That scene, um, but I'm assuming that that was. An old man face that was supposed to
2: take yeah take so maybe that, that was, was probably the
0: character that and with that too it
1: might have just been too similar to the other ones. I mean, he said it was very. Perfect. He said
2: it was too distracting or brought it took too much away from or made that story too confusing. Yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, it makes sense because like if you think about it and you go back and think about the movie, there really wasn't much explanation of who was like what the demon was. We know that the Satanist was <laughs> the one conjuring him, yeah conjuring pun intended conjuring the demon, but we don't really know who the demon was. Because well, in the last right. movies we had like Bat uh, Bat Bathshima, Bathshima, yeah, and Bathshima, excuse me, and then a few other people like for their well known <laughs> demons. Yeah, this one really didn't have a name for what was no. possessing this two like, people.
0: like two was Valak or whatever. Right? right. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so, so yeah, this didn't really. I don't even know if we got a name for the lady. No, I
1: don't think so It was just Satanist, wasn't it? Whatever the Satan I'm master Satanist.
2: I I do wish that they, they called her they called her the uh, the occult, occult oh the occultist. occultist yeah which that's
0: a really cool like term and name and, and character but <laughs> but I, what does it mean but like yeah like it it wasn't as indulged as the other ones so who knows maybe that that maybe we'll get a backstory on the occultist yes, like maybe. we have for the nun. But yeah, there, there is multiple. I mean, they're, they're still, I believe, working on a, a Crooked Man spinoff.
2: I was going to mention that. There's, yeah, been, there's been a talk couple, for a a couple bit. talk about the um, Crooked Man.
0: Yeah. So we'll see. Um, we were talking right when we walked out. I mean, every time that A Conjuring movie ends, they do that little final walkthrough in their own little like possession room where they hide everything. Right. And, like, one of the more prominent ones that see I've seen is, like, things. that Japanese samurai. Help. Yeah, yeah. Like, I oh, want to see... You were
2: saying that you'd like to know I'd the like story behind stuff they just show you. And which, in this movie, at least, though, they realized that the priest had his own crazy cellar full of nonsense. Like Yeah. Like, I like he, their they're term, not the only ones that have the... Yeah, the term is well, that he's can, like, I
0: like taking guns off the streets, which is exactly... And I think that that's what bought them in to trust him because they do the same exact thing. Right, they do the same thing. And I you, what not, is he, just,
2: was it Father Gordon? Is that his name?
1: No, what is his name? Father something, um I, f- I forget. That. But you're talking about like doing spin-offs. Like take that character and do like a prequel from like thirty years ago when he was like actively like looking fighting, into that like, Cold of Ram or whatever. Hey, you know, there's, there's a whole trilogy right yeah. there. But um uh, there, I I hope that uh, we
0: continue to see conjuring movies I think you time. I mean, they,
1: they're making money, so they, they're going to keep making it. And money.
0: they don't need to... And they have, like we talked about, progressed. You know, 1, 2, and 3 have gone in oh, I order. I
2: think it's Father Gordon. Father Gordon? Is it Father Gordon? That's that sounds good. Steve Colton? Right. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: But um, they've progressed timeline-wise, but, like, they don't have to. They could make Conjuring 4 take place in between 2 and 3. Yeah. Or between 1 and 2. You know, like, any of their little stories and I like, and, and or do, items they have. And I
1: like how they, like, they... Because I think the nun, obviously, took place in the
2: like. That's like 1600s the what, what, or was, what were those movies called, Seamus? The nun movies. What were they? Sorry, I just had to. Do but no, but
1: Vera Farmiga is in the nun, but she's not Lorraine, isn't she? Somebody else. Oh.
0: Or am I wrong?
1: I don't think she is. I'm gonna double check on that I, I. She might have been. I like the idea, like if they were so, to do that, have these characters come back, the actors come back and play different. Almost characters. like American right. Horror Story, right?
0: How they play. I I mean I, I don't care as much about that aspect. I would like to see the Conjuring franchise. She does. Stuff.
1: She played. Oh no! I'm sorry. It's not. It's not. It's not Vera okay. Farmiga. It's okay. her daughter, Tysa from Farmiga plays okay. in the Nun. I knew um, it was something like that. Yeah, like, I what?
0: I'd like to see it continue for a while with. You could have the Ed and Lorraine, the Conjuring series. You could have, and then every time they kind of, once they experience an Annabelle, you can a have an sister. Annabelle. Series. Well, their stories. I mean, there's probably lots of dance, their stories, but like
2: one of the anim- Amityville movies was based on their story. It would be Amityville one. Horror, was yes. Yeah, the Amityville so Horror they, is the same thing as they,
0: the Conjuring one, essentially.
2: But but it's based on Ed and Lorraine.
0: Yeah yeah, so I'd like to see it continue in that sense.
1: I, I will say before we end it, um, the one other thing I did like is that every scene where there was a possession of some kind, there is some level of based reality to it. Where since like, you, you could say, like all right, I can see where they're going with as far as the possession stuff is concerned, but I can also see how it could be perceived as a possession type situation. So, for example, the kid playing on the waterbed. You know, he could very well just put his hand through the waterbed because
2: it was an old waterbed and yeah. it exploded. And I, somebody mentioned that that was a reference to another movie, but I can't remember. I'm sure what it was. I don't but know the, what The waterbed, but... the face behind him, they said that that was kind of yeah. like. Oh, maybe yeah, I don't know.
0: Nightmare on Elm Street when Johnny Depp gets yeah, sucked Yeah, there's a the million bed. different oh, ways you know. can maybe. It's also a new line.
1: Yeah, I mean maybe. Instead of
0: water shooting out, it was blood in Nightmare on Elm Street. Right, but um, I,
1: but again, a lot of the a lot of the situations that the characters find themselves in, I think, it can be explained two different ways. So, like when he kills the guy, it could just be he got drunk and killed the guy, or he was or possessed. He was possessed. Um, and every time the little kid, I mean, the little kid got possessed
0: by himself. Also, kudos to that little kid, that actor. That was he's also the actor from Haunting a Hill House.
2: Oh, yeah, um, that's, that's why where you recognize saw him. him. I forgot okay. to bring that up. But, Julian Hillard, um, I think. Yeah, he is, um, he's the little the boy. He's the twin. He's I think it Luke. was he's a Luke. twin? Yeah. yeah. he's one of the Which twins. He, if he started when he was very young. A lot of twins. Oh, he's the actor's The actor's He oh, plays oh, a twin, a twin. In, in Hill House. He plays Luke, you Yeah,
1: right.
0: young yeah, Luke. So it only took us, I don't know how many killer reviews we've done now, but it took us until this one to finally come up with some sort of rating system. Oh, boy. So we have our fear and beer ratings. So our fear rating, it's going to be a scale one through five on how scary we think this movie is. And then we have our beer rating, which we love beer, which will be our overall satisfaction rating. Was it a good movie? Did you enjoy it? So two scales. Because, I mean, there could be a really scary movie that you you don't like. Yep. Could be a non-scary movie that we do like.
1: Yeah. So it'll kind of be two different it's interesting because like i think i think what's what's nice about that is they're both very um subjective uh review yeah uh, ratings it's not necessarily like what you find scary is completely different than what i find scary Mm -hmm. as well as what you like is different than what i like so that's really it's it's interesting so that'll be
0: going forward our new scale so nick came up with this i had nothing to do with this. which i mean it took us um, a year of doing it to use our own name in a rating system yeah Why it was not. staring us in the face Why for not? this long, so we'll do our fear and beer rating. So it's gonna each person's gonna get two. So I guess so. If I were to give this my fear rating, I'd
2: probably put this at. Actually, before we do ratings, do you want to do halves? Sure, I, I like halves. We'll, we'll do have. halves because I'm, I'm very I'm very judgy. Yeah, yeah. so two instead halves. of solids, we can do half halves. Because
0: I'm gonna put this at mm, two and a half for fear. Okay, I think comparative to the other conjuring movies the time away and like i think there was a lot more fluff to it if i'm thinking back to it there was five maybe five or six jump scares and a lot of like the close-up imagery that i think was supposed to be scary wasn't really that scary to me yeah i mean you had the jump scare with the faucet turning on with it going red you had the jump scare with the girls running out with flashlights um but for me there was just a handful of them and that and that was kind of it. So I think my fear rating is a two and a half. What do you guys think for your fear rating?
1: Yeah, I mean, for my fear rating, um, I think I'm right along the lines of what what you're saying. I think I I'll give it a two just to be different. Two. But I mean I'm right on the same lines as you. I think that this movie it wasn't outrightly I mean it wasn't outright scary in any way. Um I think I enjoyed it more so for just what it was as a movie and how well made it for for as how it was made and the story and everything else. But as far as being scary, I think it was only about a two. Because again, jump scares typically don't get me. Mm-hmm. And part of it's because I'm always trying to figure out where they're gonna happen. Yeah. So I'm already anticipating it. So it's not. I'm not gonna jump normally. If if a jump scare can get me to jump, then it did its job. Cause like, I don't typically jump at jump scares. It's when you feel uneasy. That's the yeah, stuff that scares the you more than anything else. Yeah. So there were a few times as we were, maybe it'd it feel a little uneasy, but other than that, I don't. I don't think it was super, super scary. I don't know the realm.
0: Kevin, what do you think about your
2: fear rating on this one? I, well, the, I think the the franchise for me is like it's a four franchise. Yeah. But I think this one delivered a three. A three. Yeah. So I think we're all.
0: I mean, we're all in the same same area, which is good. So now we'll get into the beer rating. How good this movie was. One through five. I think I'm gonna let it sit at. I do, I do like. I'm trying to like in my mind think what I think the other Conjuring movies would be, and I can't place it higher than those ones. So I think I will go a three for this movie. I did enjoy it. I didn't really. I didn't dislike it at all. It had good moments. It was a good fluid story. Um, I I knock it for. Not giving us much why about you know the the antagonists of this so mine, yeah, so my 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 quote unquote beer rating for this would be a three. It was good, not great, not bad. I liked it. there was some you know flaws with the plot, I think, but I can kind of oversee that because of how much I do like the franchise, so it does get a little biased if this was a completely different movie and there was no Ed and Lorraine and it was like. John and Sally and it wasn't The Conjuring and it was just called The Devil Made Me Do It I probably wouldn't buy in as much but because it's Conjuring because I see the whole the whole picture with them I'll give it a three because I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be boring. Um, right around the same with you. I'm going to give it a three and a half uh, more so because like I said, I did like this movie. Not as much as the first one. Um, a little bit better than the second one. But the funny thing is the way when you say that like if, if it was just some other couple I actually think that I might have liked it a little bit more yeah if it had just been Devil Made Me Do It because your expectations would have been just some rare. random demonologist who were like it was like hey this person kills him. And, and, and and take away the whole like this is based on a new story this is just a fictional story yeah about devil possession I think would have made it better yeah and so more you think forgivable that knowing that forgivable. it's
2: like Ed and Lorraine like it Set a higher. Bar. Yeah, because I
1: think and we're not going to get into it probably, but when I, I think a lot of the Ed, Ed Lorraine stuff, I do think part of it was a fame thing for them at that point. I think in eighty one, they were like, "Listen, we're huge now, comparatively speaking, in this realm of the world." Like when it comes to like demon, demonology, and and, and paranormal, because like they were like really. The first mainstream paranormal
2: investigators. Well, that that we know about. that we know about. We but know about. Sure, but maybe I mean, maybe there was others, but, but that's that, the thing. The ones but like that we know, we know them, right, so exactly. like obviously
1: they are pretty big. So I part of me thinks that, like, part of me feels that, like, because of how much has come out about the Amityville thing being a hoax, and a lot of the other things what? that they've done. What a hoax? What I just I, and again, I didn't want. To, I didn't want to divert this discussion into like how much
2: we think that this is real or not. Obviously, we could, we could do a podcast just on like, you could you really like, can. take all the movies that think they're based on reality and sh- shoot the crap out of them. Right.
1: The, the, reason, I'm, the reason I'm bringing this up is because I, I give it a three and a half because of the fact that I think that it was a relatively strong story. There were some parts missing a little bit to really kind of explain why it was happening, but all in all, it did its job. Um, I just think that if going off what he said, that if it wasn't Ed and Lorraine, had nothing to do with the Connery universe. I honestly think it may have been either the same or maybe slightly better for me just because this is a fictional story. It's fake. It's not real. It's not based on anything in, in, in reality. Um, it's just a fun, scary movie about devil possession. But I don't know. I still think this is pretty good. So 3.5 is probably what I, what, I, what I would rate it at.
2: I, th- I think a 3.5 is reasonable. for just like enjoying... A little bit of the scare factor that comes out of the originals yeah with the hey something new like it's that it's different de- enough. that detective thing we're like oh like we're gonna search for the answers and then find like oh the like the, again bringing the priest back in with that twist of oh it's his daughter why did that yeah. happen now that's not trapped in a house scared to shit so it's a different interest but yeah. so yeah
0: Oh, overall, I do like this movie. Did you happen to see what the Rotten Tomatoes ratings of this
1: movie is? I did not bother looking. I don't typically do after... For new movies, I don't typically check it, take a look at the ratings on that until about six months yeah, after its, its release. It's but definitely more split than the other ones. So, just
0: for example, The Conjuring 1 had an 86% with critics and an 83 with audience. Which makes sense. Which is good. Conjuring 2 had 80% with critics and 81 with audience. So makes sense. Same thing. Yeah and then so far this one has a 57 with critics and an 84 with audience.
1: So it's which is surprising.
0: I thought this would be I thought 2 would be more critically acclaimed and I thought 3 and then 1.
1: So I'm I'm not surprised by the first two movies. And with this one, I'm more surprised with the with the audience review. I thought the critics would be harsh but not like bad enough that they would drop it below a, a 50. Yeah. And I, it has a good I, amount. It's like 203 critics. Yeah, rated, so, I mean, so it's pretty average though. The fact, that, the, the fact that like half or a little less than half didn't like the movie um, surprises me a little bit, but the fact that 84% of the audience. It's the highest out of the three. Right, which surprises me yeah. a little bit. And, and I know it's weird because I, I actually think this movie's pretty good, but I think a lot of the audience I figured would have felt more along the lines than you both felt, where it was like, it was okay, but compared to the other two movies, it's not as good. Yeah. So I'm surprised that it's actually higher than, yeah. than the other two. No.
2: Alright,
0: well I think that wraps up for the killer reviews for the conjuring the devil made me do it. Does anybody else have any last last little tidbits for this thing?
2: No, I mean I, rec- I recommend it.
1: Conjuring doubt. Yeah, I mean as far as go it's in
0: theaters. Well I mean if you, you could, have HBO Max.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say at, at this home. point, like you have no excuse almost yeah, because like if it's access. on HBO and it's on in movie theaters, like, yeah. if you don't want to go to the movie theater, fine, watch it at home. Yeah, I would
0: strongly suggest seeing it in movie theaters. Yeah. Um it obviously it makes a much Bigger impact,
2: yeah. But and as and as the guest, which I have no idea what I'm doing, I'm gonna tell you like, hit all the like buttons, the follow <laughs> yeah, buttons, do all that go to all stuff. the social media, oh, yeah, go to the stuff too. go to the merch stuff, do, buy our t-shirts, do, do all that shit. That so I'm just that's my buy our t- <laughs> actually. So, Kevin, I have a really good
0: idea for an episode that I think you would be great on. Would you like to join us on the next
1: one, the next episode as well?
2: So I think in. this I'm is in.
1: right up your alley. This is our fiftieth.
2: This will be a fiftieth episode.
0: Oh, that's that's cool. good one. do I still this, get
2: to be on the six hundred and sixty-six? Oh, you can yep. be on that one too. I don't care. So
0: I think I'm going to bring my other buddy Jimmy on. Oh boy! And, and I want to have you on as well. Let's go. So for this fiftieth, I'm going to let you know what it is, but you have to you have to swear you have to promise that you're not going to do any research of any kind. Okay. Okay. So what I'm going to what we're going to do? Well, do you want like to do you want to not? No, is it but
2: is it movie, it's movie based? No. no. Oh, all
0: right.
2: Good.
1: Um, well, do you want to just like not bother telling him then?
0: I do. I want to tell him because I want to tell the people at home because this is a fun one. Yeah. And I and I, I don't think you'll research this up. You might right. want to, but you're not going. No, not, I'm all want... about like. Yeah. If you, if you want it to be spontaneous, yeah. I'm all about. So, that. neither you or Jimmy, I believe, know really much or anything about
2: Halloween oh, horror nice. Nuts. The actual event. Don't know anything about it, though. Perfect. Like, I know of it. Yeah. And I, I heard you guys talk about some of... I listened to the podcast, obviously, yeah, yeah. so I've heard you talk about the real houses and the houses you'd like to see. Yeah. So, there are
0: characters called icons that have come and gone through different events. So, maybe you've heard about some of them on, on this. So, on this episode, what we're going to do is we're going to show you and Jimmy pictures of certain icons. <laughs> and I want you to give us the name... I want you to give us a backstory of what you think that that person may or may not have, and we'll have little biographies on our on our end that you two cannot see. And I want to see how closely two newcomers can
2: accurately pick what the. Well, icons I won't know start. actually who they are. But I'll make up a story for Correct. them. That's the well, whole you can cite. Yep, yeah, so you'll right. see so the, I won't know, like, the, the, the goal won't be for me to know who they are. Correct. I will not I'm telling you now yes. I won't know who they are. Yes. But I will make up my nonsense. Yes. Oh, I'm all I'm Which good.
0: and then I wanna see how accurate
2: because I it'll be very curious to see. My background might be better than
0: the actual. I think it'll be very fun. And and, and Jimmy's very creative as I was well. Say, but, I literally just want to
2: do this to see what Jimmy right.
0: is gonna say. <laughs> but I wanna so we're gonna show jimmy and kevin who have not done Halloween horror nights images of Got these so, icons but the
2: goal is not like what you're trying to test us to see if we really know no i want no, to see what you're to, what you think right, it's like, supposed to be like you if you were to make up a story about this yeah, person who what is what this person
0: be? what is their name oh, what is that, their backstory that sounds fun this is this is going to be a good one and it's perfect that that's our 50th anniversary uh, oh i'm um, totally so in. that's, that, that's going to be a very fun engaging one so it's a very like H H N yep. intro for some it's like, people. What's that?
2: What was the show? What's my line? Or? Yeah, yeah, kind of like it's almost lines. like balderdash. You, of, right. you don't want to make the right one. You want to make one that people will believe. Ultimately, the, be the way it should work is we need sh- four different <laughs> ones. We need well, we we need someone. To, the real backstory. No, my backstory. And someone has to pick which ones real. <laughs> which ones the real
1: ones? That's
0: actually that's pretty fun too. Could do that, but we'd have to find multiple people, right. more yeah. people that didn't we'll start, know. We'll start with this we'll one. We'll go with this one because there's plenty other ways we can work this idea into other HHN or movie focal, or we could do this for we could do a, a horror based balderdash at some point. But I think for right now we'll leave it at that icon right. uh, icon biography balderdash, if you will. So that'll be a fun one. So check it out next week. We're going to be bringing that for our 50th episode big stuff we have merch on online for Tee Public. You buy guys the merch stuff.
1: for fuck's sake buy the merch we've already sold so it's yeah, a like bit 50, you know, yeah, we could have just, we 50 some odd items so stuff, thanks to everybody cool. that, to, thanks to everybody that isn't Nick and I that have bought <laughs> stuff already um, the support you guys show us is awesome I'm um, I mean I, I love all the support we're getting it blows me away that I've got you know hundreds of people that listen to my voice every week so keep it up Keep listening. Keep following. We'll hopefully see you guys in October. Because if you, if you don't buy the 2,000 shirts they have in there. Yeah. Place, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're going to have to donate I mean, to charity. My family's going to live on the you're streets. Gonna, you're
2: going to see I'll some potatoes the rest homeless of life. people wearing <laughs> their shirts. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. But, yeah. So, we will, guys, we will see you next week talking HHN Icons with Beginners. But until next time, this is Nick. And this is Seamus. And Kevin. Happy haunts. This is